Welcome to Speaking on Wellness. I'm Maggie Landis, and it's my great pleasure today to welcome an experienced personal trainer, yoga teacher, and essential oil educator, Melissa Osborne. She hails from the town of Falmouth, uh, Massachusetts, on Cape Cod, where she owns and operates her own studio, Calm. Welcome, Melissa. Welcome. Hello. Thank you, Maggie. It's Calm Studio, by the way. <laughs> Calm Studio. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which um, I just want to interject. It stands for Centering and Lifelong Movement. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, Melissa, this podcast series is um, in investigating and exploring all these different modalities in the field of wellness and health. And with your experience uh, as a personal trainer, how would you how would you define what personal training is and what a, who a personal trainer is? Like, what is it that you do? Well, that's a great question. Um, I think that a personal trainer is really a guide. So it's a guide to a fitness program and um, a personal guide. Um, somebody that can really um, help you figure out what are the best ways for you to approach and incorporate fitness in your life. And that's what a personal trainer is to me. It's not a drill sergeant. It's not, not somebody that's, uh, you know, yelling and screaming at you, but it's someone that's um, partnering with mm. you to help you make fitness a part of your lifestyle. So it's it sounds like uh, it encompasses um, a huge variety of techniques to achieve health. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a very individual journey, right? Um, because everybody's starting from a different place. Everybody has a different background and everybody has different physical makeup. So I think it's part of a, um, like I said, it's part of a partnering where you, you know, you really take the individual uh, likes, dislikes, um, uh, abilities, and and also the way a person likes to learn, right? Oh, that's interesting. So, that's interesting um, because some people are very good at learning things visually, and some people audibly, and so forth. Yeah, yeah, and I can't tell you how many times you know if I try to describe something verbally before I show someone, some people just look at me with a blank expression until I actually show them. <laughs> kind of a Scooby Doo look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until I show them, you know, maybe what the exercise is. But I like to, I like to see, I like to describe um, an exercise verbally sometimes because I like to see how a person interprets that right. as opposed to showing them and then they just try to copy what I'm doing. I like for a person to find the way that that feels good in their body. So it, it's as though, not as though, it is that you're really trying to give them tools that they themselves can tap into. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I encourage people to take what they're learning with me and, um, you know, try it at home. And I'm sure you've done the same thing. You know, I, I think we had this conversation about grabbing two milk jugs or <laughs> not, you know, water, water bottles um, and, you know, doing some squats or, you know, whatever the exercise is. But I think that there's so many things that you can use in your home, which makes this, you know, um, very uh what's the word I'm looking for, um, relevant. Right, 
Right. That that's an interesting line of like like inquiry to me in terms of exploring health and wellness and what fitness is because you're touching on for me what I feel really passionate about is that fitness can be found anywhere and that unfortunately we've been inundated uh, through all kinds of media and so forth, that fitness is one thing or one way, or that you even have to be something before you can start becoming fit. And so this idea that you can find fitness with, you know, in your home, outside in a park, um, you can take it wherever you are once you understand the principles. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And as you know, I, I taught for many years in New York City where I would go to people's homes. That was what I did. So for me, that's very normal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to, to grab something that's in someone's home. And, and I'm sure you've done the same thing. You know, New York City is this sort of like a little bit different in um, where I live now on Cape Cod. People go to the gym. Pe- most people don't work out in their homes. Right. Um, so... But with my background of going to people's homes and, you know, using stairs or using a countertop or using, you know, um, whatever you happen to have around, that this is very normal for me to teach this way. And I do encourage people when they come into the studio, I said, well, tell me what you have at home Mm -hmm. so that we can sort of replicate, you know, what you have at home here in the studio. And then that way, whatever you learn here, you can take home with you. Right, right, in the hopes that they will, in fact do something on their own yeah yeah and (laughs) i mean even if that's just you know a small thing if they just even you know pick up the little dumbbells that they have at home and and do a couple of exercises to sort of feel it out right you know they do a few stretches it's all good and like i said and you know we've had this conversation about it's just it's it's about changing somebody's lifestyle and getting them from a less sedentary lifestyle to you know a more active lifestyle so uh, it's it's something about our mental attitude i think it's it's interesting because a long time ago when you and i were both working at fitness results in new york city um Mm -hmm. the owner there once said that most of the work that he did was psychological and not really physical Mm. and you're describing getting to know an individual what they like what they don't like uh what their preferences are and watching them so that you can find a way to approach them where there's an opening where you can present the information that they can incorporate it. Yeah, it's so so interesting, right? When you say that the work is is psychological, it's it's really true. Um, you know, when you talk about changing someone from a sedentary lifestyle to an active lifestyle, there's a shift that's got to happen mentally, right? The person's got to think like, I want to be, I want to be more active. Right. I want to use my body more. So that's actually, you know, it's a great point that you make because that's actually where it starts. Mm-hmm. It starts with that decision, mm-hmm. right? And then when when you work with a trainer, hopefully they're going to be able to, uh, you know, sort of find the things that you do like and the things that you'd prefer not to do. Right, <laughs> and then, right. And then you work to find some kind of compromise, right? right? It doesn't make sense to have someone continually <laughs> doing an exercise that they hate, right? Maybe you sprinkle it in here and there, <laughs> but you don't want you them to do the same exercise. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, whatever that whatever that means. Or sometimes, um, sometimes I like to do, uh, I call it the elimination workout, where I'll give a person 
10, 10 exercises or whatever it is, five exercises, and we'll go through it once. And the next time we go through it, they get to eliminate one exercise, right? Uh-huh. So it's a fun game. It's uh-huh. a fun game. They uh-huh. look forward to it. And, and some people, you know, it makes it fun. Right. And, and some people don't like that at all. Some people are like, no, you know, they want to, they want to, you know, do more, make it harder. And then, you know, you can work to accomplish that too, you know, in a safe way. Sometimes it's, and sometimes it's the opposite, right? Sometimes I have to actually dial people back because, right. <laughs> like, right. you know, wait a minute now. What's the reason you're doing this? <laughs> right, right. Is <laughs> there something you, you, something you want to talk about, perhaps? <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's, Right, that's the other interesting aspect that comes out of training because, as you know, when somebody's working out, whatever's going on in their life comes to the surface. It definitely does. It definitely does. It's, it's, I have found that it's, it's my responsibility to create a safe space, not just physically so that the person doesn't injure themselves and, and is able to achieve their goals, but whatever they want to talk about, whatever they want to express, it's, it's right there. It stays right there. It's a safe space for them to do that. And it's part and parcel of the workout. It's a way for them to express themselves. Yes, and I love that. I love that because I always try to leave a couple minutes, and I don't know if you do this too, but, you know, when I first see someone, whether it's online, if I'm doing a virtual session or if it's in person, what's going on? How does your body feel today? What's going on? Right. You know, and then if, if they're under a lot of stress, like you want to take that into account for the workout. Maybe you incorporate a little bit more stretching or relaxation for that session or, you know, maybe... Uh, Oh, I just feel so sluggish today. I didn't. I sat on the couch all day yesterday. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. I I always start off by saying, "How are you doing today?" And I've had a few clients over the years say to me, "I I really appreciate that you asked me that before we start." I don't want to come in and assume that I know what's going on with somebody. We change every day, and we show up in different ways. And I have no idea what kind of day that person's had or what's taken place in their lives. So I need to know that in order to, like you're saying, you structure what you're about to do with them accordingly. Yes, and and sometimes that could mean, you know, diffusing some essential oils that are calming, or mm. it might mean, you know, incorporating a few yoga stretches, or, you know, what, whatever it, it is that day. We were talking um, about, you know, sort of weaving in different modalities into the training, whether it's, um, you know, uh, essential oils, yoga, Reiki, breath work, maybe it's some, mar- you know, martial arts. You had talked about how you like to weave martial arts into your training. And I just think that all those things are good and they're all useful tools right. where you can sort of, you know, pick from your knowledge base the things that are going to serve that person the it, best. It's a real asset. You're right. Yeah. It's a real asset to have that toolbox to choose from. And you never know what's going to spark with somebody. Um, I've had that experience. I'm sure you have where maybe they've come in to do weight training and suddenly you've introduced them to a couple of yoga, um, you know, movements and they they're, they light up and they've never even thought of trying it before. Or maybe you don't even tell them that they're doing yoga. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, once you've been on this fitness journey, you start to accumulate. And, and I know that you read a lot about, you know, what's going on in the fitness world, but, but it's also not just in the fitness world, but 
what's going on in the the physical part of our world. Like I've done some Feldenkrais training, and um, I've taken some classes, and I've I've read a lot of books just about you know physical stuff, and that is all stuff that sometimes comes into play. Right. When especially when someone has um, you know an injury or they're dealing with. Uh, you know, maybe a muscle spasm or something like that. You know, this is just all stuff that stuff. It's not a good word. <laughs> <laughs> this is all, these are all things that you know, sort of just just help. And that's one thing that's great about having an experienced personal trainer as to, opposed to somebody who's just been doing it for a couple of you know, that, a couple of years. That's a great point. I mean, um, in in this um, series, when I'm speaking to people such as yourself. Um, all of you have been doing this for decades. And in that time, you've accumulated all of these resources to utilize. So working with somebody who has that like breadth of experience allows you to have more things to work with with that person. They could benefit more, basically. Yeah, and, and thinking back also of that, you know, that time that we were at the Fitness Results in New York City, we were with, um, you know, a lot of trainers, very experienced. And the thing that was great about that is we all, like, shared our knowledge, yes. right? Yeah. So that was really, um, that was such a blessing looking back on it, to just have that kind of, like, sort of communal experience of sharing knowledge. Right, right. And I think that my impression is that everybody there, um, when we went out into the world and worked with our clients, and still do, that um, we're really trying to find the best way to um, assist them with what they want, what they're looking for, what they need, and to have that experience with acupuncture, massage therapy, essential oils, yoga, that's huge, to not be limited by one discipline because that is really saying, you know, there is not one way. There is not like this is the only way, this is the right way. The, that's just not true. There are multiple ways to find health and fitness. Yeah, a- absolutely. There's, there's, there's so many choices. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of personal trainers out there. And I think that finding the right fit is important. And, you know, if I could give advice to anybody looking for a personal trainer... I would say number one, find someone who's experienced, um, who's been doing this for a while and has been, um, you know, has has more than just weight training in their back pocket, but also find someone who's a good listener, mm-hmm. right? Find somebody who's going to really listen to what you're telling them about how your back bothers you or, um, you know, how you had a knee issue a couple of years ago or how you, you know, don't like to to do squats or right, <laughs> right. whatever it is, right. you know. But, but if you find someone who's a good listener and, and has experience, they're going to tailor the workout to you. And, That's great and, advice. That's really, yeah. it's very important. And I think having fun with the person, having a good communication with the person is it's really essential with working with people. Yes, yes. You want it to be fun. You don't want it to be drudgery. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to go to the gym today, you know. It's like, Yeah, hey. yeah. Hopefully it's it's not like that. Hopefully it's like, I can't wait to get to the gym today or the studio or my house or have my trainer come here or, you know, even if it's meeting them online, 
You right. definitely want it to be something that you look forward to. So one of the things we spoke about um, before was the the whole um, first time that you meet your trainer or make that first appointment, especially for people who have no real background in sports, fitness, or whatever. It's a pretty uh, scary moment for folks. Um, what would you suggest if somebody's thinking about their first appointment? Um, well, other than, you know, what I said in looking for a personal trainer, don't don't be intimidated. Go into it with an open mind. And, you know, once you make that decision that that's something that you want to do, because it can take you a while to, to come to that decision, you know, I think that we've all had an experience where people say, oh, you know, my friend's interested in in using a personal trainer, can you give her a call? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I always say no. Mm -hmm. No, have her call me when she's ready. Right, right. So that it takes a while just to come to that decision. That's the hardest part. Right. And then once you make that decision, you know, look for somebody who you feel comfortable with. Right. That you feel like you can talk to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that has, you know, of course, that, that's certified, that has some experience. And, and you know, I will usually always offer the first session for free mm -hmm. because it's sort of an exploration, right? It's a partnership, like I mentioned before. So it's a time for you to figure out if this is going to work for you and also for the trainer to figure out if, you know, it's going to work for them. Right. right? If, if that if that is going to be, um, if, if it's going to be, you know, a good synchronicity, synchronicity or good good vibe right. between the two of you. That's, that's very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so I would say, yeah. I would say, look for somebody that's going to give you at least a session or let you try it, you know, without a commitment. <laughs> right, right. No, that's that's great advice. That's really great advice, and I think that makes people feel a little bit more easy going into something to kind of like, oh, okay, there, I'm not committing to 400 sessions or a year subscription. I can just check this out and see if this works for me. Yeah, and I would say also. Um, just so much I could say on this subject. <laughs> I just, I think that um, you want to also look for somebody that's going to um, not just tell you what to do, you know, that's going to, that's going to listen to your feedback. Right. And um, that's going to let you kind of make the workout your own. Like you should be an active partner in it. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't just be like, I'm telling you, you're going to do this and you're going to do it five times. Got it. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not what you want. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's being awake while doing it. Yeah. 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 So with what's happening in our world today with, uh, we're getting into almost the six month of this, um, pandemic. Um, here we are at the end of the summer of 2020. Um, people are getting a little fatigued with everything, but um, what would be an idea or a, like a suggestion that you would give people to help them move a little bit more or check in on their own fitness? That's a good question. I, I, um, you know, I, I like, I like setting goals because I think that helps me, but not everybody's a goal-setting person. So I just, you know, we just had this conversation about how everybody's so much of an individual and all these things are individual things. So it's hard for me to give you, like, one thing that would be good, but I would say um, just make the decision. Yeah. Like, make, make the decision that you're going to have a more active lifestyle. Right. That's number one. 
And then, you know, maybe make a plan. So maybe a goal is not a good idea, but make a plan, mm-hmm. you know, a simple plan. This week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do three things that are active. I'm right. going to go for a walk. I'm going to, you know, go up and down my stairs, maybe mm-hmm. an extra couple of times. Right, right. <laughs> or, you know, I'm going to, you know, park my car further away from wherever I'm going. Something, you Something know? that works for the individual. Yeah, or I'm going to go for a bike ride, or I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll try a new activity. Maybe I'll go for a swim, you know, go to the beach. Right. You know, something that makes you feel good. And then, you know, if you, it's just like, uh, just like people plan to uh, brush their teeth every day or get, you know, seven hours of sleep every day. You just want to think about how can I shift my lifestyle to just make it a little bit more active. And then one thing will lead to another. Right, right. That's great advice. Well, I'd like to thank you for being with us today and sharing all of this knowledge and these helpful ideas that people can now think about how they'd like to affect their health and their wellness. So thank you, Melissa Osborne. Oh, it's been my pleasure to be here. It's always nice to talk with you, Maggie. (laughs) Thank you very much. And I highly recommend Melissa. Melissa was my first personal trainer and (laughs) uh, absolutely a fantastic trainer. So uh, check her out and check out her studio in Falmouth Calm Studio. Yes, um, the website is www.calmstudiocapecod.com. That's calm, C-A-L-M. So calm, studio, Cape Cod at uh, .com. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that's the best way for people to get in touch with you. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, thank you again. Thanks, Maggie.